This is the Black and Blue Report, straight from the source. No appointment radio, wherever, whenever. Now, from Studio B, or from wherever the Saints or Pelicans might be, here's Sean Kelly. Good morning from Atlanta, and welcome into the podcast for Saints and Pelicans fans. This is the Black and Blue Report. I'm Sean Kelly, on the road with the Pelicans, as they begin a, an East Coast road trip that will take them through not only Atlanta, but also Toronto and New York before coming back home next week to the Smoothie King Center. Good night last night at the Smoothie King Center. The Pelicans won their first game of the season, taking down the Dallas Mavericks. They led wire to wire. They got great efforts last night from not only Anthony Davis when he played in the first half before his injury, but also from Ish Smith, who had his first career double-double and a career-high 12 assists, and a big night from Ryan Anderson as well. He gained a double-double, and the Pelicans uh, finally got off the schneid there and uh, record their first win under head coach Alvin Gentry. We're going to talk about last night's game, what's going to happen on this road trip, and a lot more regarding the Pelicans here shortly with David Wesley. It is a Wesley Wednesday, so uh, we'll visit from the team hotel here in Atlanta, and we'll have that for you. And uh, certainly, hopefully, they can sweep this back-to-back and kind of split things with Dallas and Atlanta. If you remember, it was Atlanta and then Dallas beating the Pelicans last weekend. Well, they got one of those back last night against Dallas, and hopefully they can do the same tonight. Now, no Drew Holiday tonight for the New Orleans Pelicans, as this is the uh, second part of a back-to-back. So Ish Smith will probably start at point guard. And uh, it remains to be seen whether Anthony Davis will be able to go. He uh, left the game last night with what was called a, uh, a bruise on his hip. He did not uh, return from the locker room in the second half. X-rays were negative, but uh, I think there's some doubt that he'll be able to play tonight. We'll see, and certainly we'll have all the details for you starting at 6.30 Central tonight uh, with Pelicans warm-up and Daniel Salerson, so stay tuned for that. Uh, On the Atlanta side, they are healthy. Uh, They did send one of their players to the D-League that's not a factor in tonight's game. One thing that may be a factor is the fact that Jeff Teague uh, is going to play. There was some question as to whether or not he would have to serve a one-game suspension for a a foul he committed, a hard foul, at the end of their loss to uh, Minnesota, but uh, He has been cleared by the NBA to uh, go ahead and play, even though they upgraded his foul to a flagrant two. uh, They're not going to suspend him for a game. So, unfortunately for the Pelicans, they'll have to deal with one of the best point guards in the East in uh, Jeff Teague, and those Hawks, despite their loss to uh, Minnesota, are rolling at 7-2. and Uh, It's the start of a difficult road trip, as we mentioned, that goes through Toronto, excuse me, and New York. So, uh, again, airtime tonight, 6.30 Central, tip-off just after seven on the Pelicans radio network and David Wesley in a moment to talk about that. First though, let's uh, in this uh, opening segment, take care of some football business. Uh, Obviously the news for Luke McCown was not good. He had to undergo a back procedure and is now on IR and done for the season. So Matt Flynn, the LSU product is now uh, uh, joining the saints and will become a part of that quarterback group that already has obviously Drew Brees and Garrett Grayson. Earlier this morning, head coach Sean Payton had his, uh, Wednesday morning conference call with the media and talked about Matt Flynn and a couple of other issues that we want to share with you here on the Black and Blue Report. Uh, Sean, this is Evan. Uh, about What did you like about Matt Flynn, and, and is he a guy that is going to move uh, immediately to the number two behind Drew, or will that be kind of a to-be-worked-out thing between him and, and Garrett Grayson? I think we want to just follow the week here and, and just see where uh, 
where those two are at. I mean, obviously, I've got a pretty good idea. We feel like we're where Garrett's at, and uh, and then you know how how Matt progresses. But he's someone that that I would say we followed closely over the years, and, and he's been with a, a few different clubs. Um, I think we know the player pretty well. Uh, so he worked out, uh, did a good job. He, he's someone that understands the system. There's some carryover to where uh, maybe he's been some other places. And, uh, you know, he kind of fit what we were looking for. So, uh, you know, those those guys will get some work this week, uh, predominantly with scout team. And then they'll also, uh, you know, both of them, you know, will we'll, we'll be heavily involved in, in what we're doing game plan-wise. Anything you can share on what happened with Luke? I mean, one day he practiced a full no, There wasn't a, there wasn't like a specific, ah, uh, and sometimes that's the case with, with the back. And without getting too technical, um, you know, sometimes you, you, you're able to have an epidural and, and, uh, and, and, and kind of come back and, and, be healed or, or feel a little bit better and uh and so this was maybe a little bit further along uh he should have no residuals with the the procedure and and, and there wasn't one event though larry it wasn't like something specific he began having soreness and tingling in his left leg and uh you know had, had spent some time went and saw a specialist and uh and and went ahead with the with the procedure Sean, what's your uh, concern with, uh, uh, or is there any when uh, you guys have kind of, last two games, it's been kind of shootout mode, uh, and we've kind of seen this before, uh, and, it, and it's difficult to win those games week in and week out, week out. What's your concern that you may be getting back into that trend, or be, are you not that concerned about that? Well, look, I, you, you don't, look, it's going to be hard to win consistent consistently like you alluded to if it's a, a weekly a weekly deal uh, and I and there are going to be some games you play in that are that are different than what would be your baseline or what you would expect to, to play like each week and and that happened a few weeks back and yet you know we, we've got to we've got to keep looking at what are the things that are hurting us what are the things that are hurting us defensively you know are we getting off the field on third down uh, is it chunk plays? Is it you know? Right now, our red zone defense isn't very good. You know, and I mean by that is, you know, the ability just to force some field goals. Um, so we're gonna we're gonna have to play a lot better this week based on who we're playing. This is a team that that's got some skill outside. They're not afraid to get the ball down the field, and you know they played very well at home. Sean, back to back to Matt Flynn for a second. Is he a guy you guys had? considered previously in logistics just didn't work out or all the way back to when he came out you know uh he was someone that you know was a was a targeted player at a college uh he had a great career at lsu um someone that uh you know over the years I, i've seen him a few times uh, maybe locally here or down at the Destin area and, and, and just kind of kept up with his career in a, in a different uh, at different times through these off seasons, I know he's been a guy we've we've discussed. Sean, do you believe that 
uh, in certain uh, situations like pass interference, holding, that some players get the benefit of the doubt and some players are maybe judged a little bit more harshly because of their previous history? Uh, I don't know that. I know officials spend a lot of time on the upcoming game and they look closely at fouls that teams have committed and they're alert and aware and all that. And, but um, if you're comparing it to the, you know, the Michael Jordan foul, no foul, or, you know, the – the elite player getting a certain treatment. I, I, I think the rules have changed, and I think that officials have been told that call this more, call this less, and, and I think that you know we're seeing more and more attention to uh, to the back end, um, and and so that's something we just gotta we gotta pay attention to. All right, so that's Coach Payton from this morning. The Saints are back to the practice field today in preparation now for a road game at Washington this weekend. Drew Brees is scheduled to talk with the media this afternoon. And, of course, you'll be able to watch that live on your Saints mobile app and at NewOrleansSaints.com. We'll take a quick break. When we come back, David Wesley on a Wesley Wednesday. And still to come in our program, we'll be talking about the very generous gift from Mr. and Mrs. Benson to expand the mission of the Oxner uh, Cancer Institute that bears their name. And we'll touch upon that on this Wednesday as well. Stay with us. Create fun and affordable memories for the entire family with a Pierre's Party Pack. Ticket packages are available for select Pelicans home games throughout the season and include three or more tickets, combo meals, and an on-court free throw experience with Pierre the Pelican, all for as low as $48. The next Pierre's Party Pack night is on Friday, November 20th against the San Antonio Spurs. For more information and to plan your next night out with the gang, visit pelicans.com today. The Pelican schedule has just been released and 12 game plans are now on sale. 12 game packages, including the ever popular weekend plan, allow you to take in a couple of games a month throughout the season for as low as $199. Don't miss your chance to see NBA All-Star Anthony Davis and your Pelicans take on the biggest names in the NBA, including LeBron James, Steph Curry, Kobe Bryant, and more. Visit Pelicans.com or call 525-HOOP and score your seats today. It's the hottest comedy event of the year, the Comedy Get Down World Tour, with Cedric the Entertainer, D.L. Hughley, Eddie Griffin, George Lopez, and Charlie Murphy. One hilarious night of comedy with the funniest comedians in the country. Get ready to laugh like you've never laughed before with Cedric the Entertainer, Eddie Griffin, D.L. Hughley, George Lopez, and Charlie Murphy. Saturday, November 21st, 8 p.m. in the Smoothie King Center. Tickets on sale now at Ticketmaster.com. The Comedy Get Down World Tour. It's the best comedy show, period. Guess what day it is. Hump day? Well, yeah, and it's Wesley Wednesday on the Black and Blue Report. Welcome back. Let's get Wesley Wednesday into gear here and uh, bring in the man himself, David Wesley. It's Wednesday, right? I, I'm, I'm in that mode now where either it's game day or it's not game day. Those are about the only two days a week I have in me this, this time of year. Well, I, you know, we, the dead giveaway is I'm here. So it is Wednesday, and so, um, but it is hard to keep up. You asked me, and I had to think about it, and I said, I'd say it's Wednesday, and then, oh, yeah, it's Wednesday. It's Wednesday, and by the way, we're in Atlanta and seeing the Hawks all over again. This is kind of the redemption back-to-back after the Pelicans uh, took on the Hawks and Mavericks last Friday and Saturday. 
The good news is we're talking about a win, and so the redemption back-to-back is off to a good start as the Pelicans earned their first win last night, beating Dallas 120-105. How good did that feel last night? It felt great, and I remember last week saying the next Wesley Wednesday we would be talking about a win, hopefully, and uh, it's it's one of those perfect games that you can't expect that all the time, but they can certainly expect more success with the intensity that they play on defense from the start of the game all the way through. Pretty good. More into passing lanes. What else? Uh, deflections, activity, um, recognition of the weak side, open shots. Not nearly, not n- not nearly as many. They were they were contesting late. They had the mindset to e- try to go contest. Even the open one, somebody was on their way. Whereas those, the first time they played Dallas in that Atlanta game especially, there was just so many standstill, wide-open shots or drives to the basket uncontested. So they're getting better, and that's what you want to see each and every night. Yeah, having Drew Holiday help last night. Just having not only just Drew Holiday, but another body as opposed to the night before in uh, – in that situation where you only, I think, had eight guys available, nine guys available, um, Holiday changed the floor a little bit for him last night, at least early on. I think he gives him a little bit of confidence like we can. He does so many things on the floor. He knocks down shots. He gets in the paint. He defends as, as well as any guard I've seen. So he gives him a little bit of a confidence that, yeah, we can do this. And I think the way he plays, people just fall in line. Uh, it would be nice to have him out there on the floor a lot more. I think the production will go up even greater. But, you know, once the game started, you could see carrying over from the practice they had the night before or the day before, they were ready. You mentioned the overall team defense. What about offense? What looked better last night other than some shots went in? No, You know what? The shots went in. Uh, and I haven't been so worried about offense. When their legs get in shape, more shots will go in. And they have been getting, their offense has been creating open shots. They've just been flat out missing them. That's, that will get better. So the fact that on defense they were creating turnovers and getting out running for layups, that gives you a bounce to your step. That gives you, a, you know, that confidence, that rhythm that, they, that they've been needing. And uh, they did everything. Uh, you look at the stat sheet, they, they want everything. It, it's except I think free throws. They want everything. So they, they, were, they were doing the job they needed to do to get a win, and whew, so glad to see it. Yeah, and, and I think that your sound effect there is pretty fitting. Does getting the first win out of the way take some pressure off? Does it change a player's mindset, a team's mindset, even the next day? It, it certainly can. And the great thing about this, this game is, you win, and it doesn't matter if it's your 10th win or your first win. Okay, we're done with that. Let's move on. Just like all the losses, you can't sit there and dwell on it. And I think they started pressing a little bit, trying to get that win. And now that they've got it, they have to have that hunger and keep that intensity. And and certainly coming on a back-to-back with travel last night, it, it's going to be tough. But they got to figure out a way. We got to come in with that same type of mentality that we're going to contest every shot. We're going to get in passing lanes. I thought all the perimeter guys actually did what they were supposed to do. I thought weak side help sometimes was late, but it was at least on its way. In previous games, it wasn't even people were standing on the weak side like what what just happened. So I think uh, they just have to 
continue to build this momentum and, and trying to get another win tonight. When Drew Holiday was not on the floor last night, it was fun watching Ish Smith play. He had his first career double-double. He had a career-high 12 assists. And the numbers that he put up last night are not too far off what he's been doing here of late. So here's a guy on his ninth NBA team now. He's, he's in this mix because of the injury situation with New Orleans. What do you make of his play, and, and does that translate into a future with this team? I think he's. I think he's done everything possible to to make that happen. I can't see what their crystal ball has in it, but the way he's playing is outstanding. Pass first guard. He's trying to get everybody involved. He's starting to find that that balance between I have to shoot this. They're going too under on pick and rolls. I have to dribble the slack in, knock down a seventeen or fifteen footer. So. I've been very pleased with the way he's played, the way he handles, uh, doesn't turn the ball over a lot, which is which is great. And even Tony Douglas, I mean, who knew? You know, five threes. Uh, the guard play was was excellent last night, including Drew. Um, and all those guys try to defend, which is exactly what the Pelicans need. Eric Gordon was studied last night. The other guy that jumped out at me was Ryan Anderson. Anthony Davis unable to finish last night uh, due to an injury. More on that in a moment. Um, but Ryan Anderson picked up the slack, especially in the second half. And I'm looking at his line here, and it's not just the Ryan Anderson who can shoot the three. All of a sudden, he's getting tippins and rebounds and everything else. But Ryan here all of a sudden has looked very good of late as well. Just with his new look, I guess physically, Maybe health has something to do with Are you seeing a bit of a different Ryan Anderson or a throwback to a younger Ryan Anderson with the way he's playing right now? I, I certainly do. Um, you know, his his commitment this summer to getting his body right, his mind right, uh, and he spoke about, uh, spoke about it uh, yesterday. You know, his body and mind hasn't been right over the last year. So all that was important for him to come in this season and – you said Anthony Davis went out in the, in the second half. Ryan Anderson came out in the first half and was rebounding the basketball. When when Anthony didn't come out in the second half, then he picked up his scoring. He was present that the whole game, which was which was great because they needed that. And between him and Ish Smith in that third quarter, wow, it was it was it was that determination that yeah, this thing is over. And I knew they had to come out with that same type of intensity, and they did. You used a great word there, present. I love that word. When you talk about Ryan Anderson, he was present. All right, this Anthony Davis injury, we're going to know more here in the coming hours leading up to tip-off tonight. But um, I did not get the feeling last night during our travel here to Atlanta, getting our bags, getting in the hotel, being around the coaches and the staff and everything else, that this is some just bruise that Anthony's got. He's got to play his way through it. Again, I don't want to – go off, off the deep end here, but what does this mean right now for a Pelicans team that just finally got their first win last night? On a back-to-back long season, uh, this is definitely a marathon and not a sprint. And this new basketball NBA idea of protecting, resting, overprotective at times, I, I wouldn't be surprised if he didn't play. Um, I don't know how severe it is. He walked off the floor. You could see him limping, but eh, you, you thought nothing of it, and then he doesn't come out in the second half. 
everything was negative, but I could see them being cautious and him not playing. Yeah. Um, I think you're right about tonight. Beyond that, I guess we'll know more, maybe more later today. Speaking of tonight, the redemption back-to-back, let's get back to this. Uh, Atlanta is hot. I know that Minnesota just whacked them pretty good the other night, but the bottom line is they're 7-2. and two. You needed 43 from Anthony Davis last Friday to stay in the gym with them, and now they're home tonight. Um, can you build on last night and make a good showing, probably without Davis tonight? What's your take on the matchup here with Atlanta? Everything the Pelicans do is an uphill battle. They're, they're coming in shorthanded every single night. But I keep saying that if these guys come out and learn how to play as hard as they played against Dallas, they're going to be able to build from that. They're going to have success. They're going to learn. And then when they finally get everybody back, they'll be, they'll be that much closer to maybe running off five, running off six. This is a tough schedule they're in already. And without all your guys, it's difficult. So I, I'm not so uh, narrow-minded where I'm thinking these 10 games, they're one in 10 or, uh, you know, whatever. I'm looking at the big picture, and last night was the perfect step in the right direction that if they play that hard, which they didn't against Orlando, mm-hmm. which, which blew my mind, they have to play at that level. Then they're going to have a chance to win some games and – um, and then when the guys get back, they'll be able to put on a run. Last year we bemoaned the fact that the Pelicans, I think, were 5-10 and 10 against the East on the road. <laughs> and here you're going to start with Atlanta here tonight, Toronto, who's no pushover right now, and then even a New York team that seems to be a bit resurgent. Um, David, it's not unrealistic to think that you might be 0-3 on the road in the East to start this year's schedule. Uh, and, and you're right. Uh, you know, I was, I was saying last night that, they really need to get this Dallas win because these next three are going to be hard. New York just had a good win, and 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 of the te- of the three teams, they're probably lower on the totem pole. But there's this, this is not going to be an easy trip. Um, but again, play hard, see what happens, and and maybe they maybe they sneak one out of here. That'd be a great trip, I think. I mean, shoot, if you look at everything the way it is right now. With the injuries and the quality of opponent, the, the the cities you're playing in, heck, one out of the three here, you may feel okay going back home next week and playing on Tuesday night. I I, I certainly would, um, and, and not as a player, I wouldn't. No, no, no. But me sitting, watching, guessing, talking, yes, a, a one in three trip would would not be worst thing. Zero oh, and three would not be out of the out of the question. But a one in three, I I would almost think is a win, especially. Anthony Davis in or out, still four guys, five guys out. Like, yeah, I, I take a one and three. Yeah, you said the, the guys being out. One more thing before we go. You and I got a little lesson on the hardship exemption last night. Look, the bottom line is this. We can, we can go through all the pieces of the CBA and the rule book and everything else, but with the hardship exemption that they used to sign Jimmer Fredette as the 16th man, um, it is now a reality that the principal four guys who are injured, and I want to make sure I get everybody right here, Cole, Tyreek Evans, Kendrick Perkins, and Quincy Pondexter. Guaranteed now they are going to miss five more games, and they would not be able to come back any earlier than November 20th against the Spurs. Did I, did I hear that right? And, and uh, you, know, you know in the cartoons when 
when the guy would swallow like real hard, you could see the lump just like traveling down the throat. I thought that last night when I heard that. Yeah, you know, because I, I think we were all assuming and speculating when is Cole coming back. And, you know, maybe at the end of this road trip, possibly, uh, no. Even if he's ready tomorrow, he cannot come back until that that Friday game against the Spurs. So, um, and and they knew they went, did their, uh, got their X-rays or their test or whatever, and said that he's out at least that long. So, there's no help on the way. There's no help on the horizon. So, for the next five games, the Pelicans have to find a way to try to just right the ship, keep getting better, stay together, not fall apart, be able to talk stern to each other and take it the right way. All those things that become a problem when you're losing and everybody's getting frustrated. With that being said, we will stop and I will let you get back to uh, tea and honey and lemon. Uh, David's voice is uh, on the fritz here this morning. (laughs) So no talking for you the rest of the day. We'll see you on television tonight with Joel Myers. No, I'll do my best. David Wesley here on a Wesley Wednesday. Pelicans now 1-6. and six. They'll take on the 7-2 and two Atlanta Hawks tonight. Let's get you up to date on what those times are going to look like real quick because Atlanta now has decided that Monday through Friday at home they're going to play at 8 Eastern, um, which probably makes sense to only those who live in Atlanta uh, to start that late on a regular basis. But what that means for you is that uh, tonight's broadcast on both television and radio tip-off will be just after 7 Central, coverage beginning at 6.30. All right. That's things here at the Ritz-Carlton Atlanta in downtown. We'll let David run along here and rest that voice, and we'll be back in just a moment. All-Star Electric is lighting up the future with the latest in LED lighting. All-Star Electric specializes in the installation and conversion of the newest LED lighting products. This lasting investment is virtually maintenance-free and offers significant savings on your next electricity bill. This is Tim Blanchard, president of All-Star Electric. Let us evaluate your building, parking lot, or home for an LED conversion because we know we can save you some money. Power outages turn your world upside down. You need to know when your power will come back on, and you want to know what happened. The fastest way to stay informed? Entergy text alerts. You'll get prompt updates on when your power will be restored and on what happened. You can even send a text to be sure your outage is being repaired. When the power is out, what's faster than calling? Texting. Sign up today at EntergyText.com. That's the power of people. Entergy. Fall is here, which means there's a new purpose to get excited about at Smoothie King. It's time to bundle up against the weather outside and give your immune system a little extra support on the inside. At Smoothie King, we're blending our new Immune Builder smoothies to help you stay strong all season long. Fortify your body with more than 2,000% of your daily vitamin C and all-natural immune supporters like vitamins A and E, zinc, and selenium. Try a mixed berry or orange Immune Builder smoothie today. Only at Smoothie King. Smoothies with a purpose. Pelicans.com and NewOrleansSaints.com. Your first stop when following your teams. Welcome back to the Black and Blue Report. As we had talked about, an extraordinary day yesterday, not only for the Benson family, but also for the Oshner Cancer Institute. And we're so pleased this morning to have on the Black and Blue Report with us the president and CEO of the Oshner Healthcare System, Mr. Warner Thomas. Warner, good morning from Atlanta. How are you? 
Good morning. Uh, great to be on the show. Thank you, sir. Great to great to be around Oshner yesterday. I, I tell you what, a twenty million dollar gift from Gail and Tom Benson to the Oshner Cancer Institute to expand the already already very productive Gail and Tom Benson Cancer Center at Oshner. I, I I was blown away by their generosity, and I was so excited for our community and for Oshner too. Yeah, we're so grateful for Gail and Tom and their generosity. I mean, this gift is transformative. It's going to allow us to expand cancer programs and care for more patients uh, better than, than ever before. It's the, the largest gift in Oshner's history, and it's really just going to allow us to provide, you know, expanded research capabilities, expanded clinical care opportunities, and just care for more folks uh, in the future. Warner, let's let's do this in two steps here. First of all, give me kind of the present day impact of the Gail and Tom Benson Cancer Center now, and what okay. twenty million dollars will do in the future. Well, really, if you look at the Gail and Tom Benson Cancer Center today, we take care of patients from seven different states and eight different countries that come through that cancer center. You know, twenty four thousand different patients are cared for at the Cancer Center uh, each and every year. And when we built the Cancer Center several years ago, we thought, you know, really it would, it would take at least a decade to reach capacity of new patients and existing patients. And frankly, that has occurred in about a four-year period of time versus 10. So that's really what has prompted the expansion of the Cancer Center and has prompted uh, Gail and Tom to be so generous to help us expand the center. The, the new expansion will actually double the size of the existing cancer center, add about 100,000 square feet of new space. It will expand chemotherapy treatment rooms so that we can continue to provide very personalized uh, cancer center treatment it, with a view of the river. It sits right on the Mississippi River, right on River Road. Uh, we'll continue to expand our clinical trials. We're one of the largest clinical research entities in the region. And this will allow us to continue to also bring new specialists, new capabilities to New Orleans. And frankly, we're focused on making sure people in Louisiana do not have to leave Louisiana for cancer care. They can get it right here at Oxner in a world-class facility. It's, I'm so glad you brought that up because in the eastern half of the United States, it seemed like for the last 20 years or so, the conversation always centered around MD Anderson in Houston, Mayo Clinic up north in Minneapolis, Birmingham, and then the Cleveland Clinic up in Ohio. Does this now, does this now bring New Orleans and Oshner into the conversation as a destination medical city with regard to cancer research and treatment? Absolutely. I mean, if you if you look at Oshner, we continue to be a destination center. I mean, last year we took care of patients from all fifty states and ninety nine different countries. So people consistently travel from around the country and around the world to come to Oxford. And now with cancer treatment, this will expand our capabilities. I mean, certainly there'll still be options uh, to go elsewhere, but I think people are going to find right here at home the cutting-edge therapy, the cutting-edge clinical care that they need right here in New Orleans. I mean, we continue to see more and more people come to New Orleans, and with this incredible gift and the expansion of the cancer center, that will continue to increase in the future. Warner Thomas is with us. Warner, take me back here on a personal level. What was the what was the phone call like? What was the process? When did you find out that Mr. and Mrs. Benson were wanting to do this and expand on what they had already started? 
Well, we had started discussions with Dale and Tom, you know, several months ago that uh, essentially we were having to have patients come in on weekends and giving chemotherapy late into the evenings because we were really reaching capacity. And talked to them about the idea of expanding the cancer center and talked to them about their interest in helping us. It was really a very easy conversation. They said, you know, this has been such a, a wonderful uh, gift to the community, a wonderful opportunity to help patients. And it was really a very easy conversation. I mean, their generosity is just uh, overwhelming. And, and I can tell you, Gail and Tom get letter after letter from patients, and we get letter after letter from patients thanking them for really providing an incredible environment and also providing an opportunity for us to recruit the best and brightest from around the country to take care of cancer patients right here. So it was a very easy discussion, and I just don't think that people understand the generosity that Gail and Tom have, and it has just been an incredible relationship, and this is going to be a transformative gift for Oxford. So how did you all celebrate yesterday? Take me through the festivities, if you don't mind. So we had a great, uh, yesterday we had a great announcement in the morning, and then last night we had our patron party for our Moonlight Miracles Cancer Gala, which is this Friday in the Superdome. And we, uh, we had a great um, celebration last night, and we will certainly uh, announce again and celebrate this gift on Friday night at our gala, where we'll have over 2,000 people on the floor of the Superdome really coming together to raise money for cancer research and to raise money for our patient assistance fund to help those that cannot afford cancer treatment. It's going to be an incredible night on Friday night. If anybody else wants to get in on the party on Friday night, can they still do so, or is that now closed? Absolutely. They can go to our website and, and look for tickets on there, Moonlight Miracles. And they can also uh, call Optioner at uh, 504-842-3000, ask for our philanthropy department and they could get tickets there as well. Congratulations. What a great week for you all and for us, too, and uh, I appreciate your time today, Warner. Thank you so much. We're just so grateful to uh, Gail and Tom, and, and thanks for the opportunity to be on your show today. Absolutely. Warner Thomas, President and CEO of Oshner Healthcare Systems. The gift yesterday announced $20 million coming from Gail and Tom Benson to enhance and further the mission of the Gail and Tom Benson Cancer Center at Oshner. So with that, we'll take a break, and we'll be right back. Life is busy. You need health care that can keep up. At Auctioner, we get that, so we've made our care more schedule-friendly, like offering same-day appointments. Need a primary care physician, a pediatrician, an OBGYN? We'll get you in to see someone today. Many of our specialists are available the same day, too. And with health centers all over Greater New Orleans, there's bound to be one near you. Many are open late and on weekends for your urgent care needs. And if it's something serious, Auctioner has you covered with nationally ranked care for your most complex conditions. Want additional convenience? Now you can make appointments with many of our physicians on our website. And once you become an Auctioner patient, you'll be able to do even more online, like email your doctors, see test results, and refill your prescriptions, all with a simple click. Make an appointment today at auctioner.org or call 866-AUCTIONER. Auctioner, healthcare with peace of mind. It's Pelicans game day. This is the Black and Blue Report. 
Great show today here from Atlanta. Thanks again to uh, David Wesley on a Wesley Wednesday and uh, also Warner Thomas, uh, president and CEO of Oshner. Uh, good stuff. And uh, also Coach Payton, too. Uh, great to hear some insight with regard to Matt Flynn. Um, and uh, we'll uh, hear from Coach again tomorrow. And uh, speaking of tomorrow on the Black and Blue Report, we'll get our first look uh, across the aisle there. Across Well, that's, that's fitting, I guess, when we're talking about Washington, D.C., but We'll get our first look across the aisle, if you will, at the Redskins with Rich Tandler, Redskins digital reporter for CSN Mid-Atlantic. And uh, on Thursday, we always hear from the voice of the Saints, Jim Henderson, with us for the podcast tomorrow as well. Hope you'll join us. Hope you have a great rest of your Wednesday. And let's see if the Pelicans can't make it two in a row, uh, even maybe shorthanded tonight, pull one off against a great Atlanta team. That would be fantastic to wrap up on tomorrow's show, uh, too. So with that being said, we're going to go get ready for the ball game tonight. Don't forget, Pelicans and Hawks, 7 Central tonight. Pre-game coverage starting at 6.30 on Fox Sports New Orleans and the Pelicans Radio Network. That'll do it for our podcast today. And again, as we hope you'll have a great rest of your Wednesday, we'll look forward to seeing you right back here tomorrow. Thanks for listening to this edition of the Black and Blue Report. If all goes well, we'll be back tomorrow. Tune in each weekday at 12 p.m. or at your convenience exclusively online at NewOrleansSaints.com and Pelicans.com. Follow your teams direct from the source, the Black and Blue Report.